Hello and welcome to the Glide TV Recaps, The Golden Girls. Today we are on Season 5, Episode 20, Twice in a Lifetime, which originally aired on February 24th of 1990. So let's learn what else transpired in history on that day. Well, back in uh, 1582, Pope Gregory XIII announced the New Style Calendar better known as the Gregorian calendar, which we still use today. In 1803, the United States Supreme Court rules for the first time that a law is unconstitutional in the case of Marbury versus Madison, which uh, basically officially established that the Constitution was an actual set of laws rather than a political manifesto, which had been kind of the running idea up till then. Uh, in 1868, uh, the U.S. House of Representatives votes to impeach sitting President Andrew Johnson for violating the Tenure of Office Act, which is a very bizarre act, but uh, basically um, was implemented solely to protect the sitting Secretary of War Edwin M. Stanton from being replaced from his gig, basically, <laughs> uh, is the short version um, so Johnson attempted to replace Stanton, as he was an appointment of a previous president. So he was like, well, why do I want him here then? Uh, so, yeah, um, okay. So then yep. ultimately uh, the impeachment would stall in the Senate uh, and essentially, not explicitly, but more or less, affirm that Congress should not impeach a president due to uh, pure policy matter differences uh, at that time and also still today. Uh, in 1895, the Cuban War for Independence begins. In, eight, uh, in 1966 now, uh, a political coup ousts the first president of Ghana, Kwame Nkrumah, uh, from office. In 1979, uh, this is a fact Rose might know, the highest price to this point ever paid for a single pig Forty-two thousand and a half dollars uh, in Stamford, Texas. Wow. Our most recent event on February twenty-fourth of two thousand and nineteen, in response to a large and ongoing issue, the Roman Catholic Church holds a summit on pedophilia, which ends with Pope Francis promising more action to stop pedophiles in the church. If he'll actually do that is yet to be seen, but he promised he would do so. So, we will see how that goes in the future. Uh, so, that is our history for today. So, why don't you tell us what transpired in this interesting installment of the Golden Girls. Alrighty, yeah. Scene one, we're in the kitchen. Dorothy's at the table. Blanche is at the sink. Sophia enters and says she is going out with her friends and she needs some money. Dorothy doesn't want to give her any more money and she doesn't like the crowd that Sophia is hanging out with. Sophia leaves out the back door and Rose enters and says that Buzz from St. Olaf is coming <clears throat> and Rose had the hots for him 40 years ago. Wow. Rose apparently dated Charlie and Buzz at the same time. Well, Buzz doesn't sound like a smarty. Uh, they were thinking of getting married, but Well, Buzz... he's from St. Olaf, so... There you go. And... They were thinking of getting married, but Buzz got a call from the Spike Jones band, and they needed someone to say whoop when someone dropped their pants. 
All right, Anna. You well, no, that was the sound on the trombone they needed you to make, right? I, well, they never did it on the show on the trombone. They always did it with their mouth here, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought on the episode they said it was trombone to make okay. that noise. Ah, uh, scene two. We're in the living room. Hey, Sophia's sitting on the couch and Dorothy enters and wants to talk. Sophia apparently wasn't home until after 2 a.m. last night. Yeah, Sophia says she got lucky. And that, that rubs Dorothy the wrong way. They talk more and Dorothy says she doesn't like this new crowd and wants her home by 11. Yeah, so Sophia gives Blanche, who just entered, her 30-day notice of moving out. Rose and Miles enter from the front door. Miles invites Rose to a movie that night, but Rose tells him that Buzz is due in tonight and they won't be able to see Henry V. Yes. Besides, by the fifth movie in a series, they, they're pretty well done. Okay, Miles leaves and the other girls talk about Rose and Buzz. And not telling Miles the entire truth. Huh. Doorbell rings and it is Buzz. He is introduced to Blanche and Dorothy. So Rose and Buzz leave right away. Scene three, we're in the living room. All four girls are there. Sophia says she is still moving out. Miles calls and Rose tells him that she has a 24-hour buzz, a bug. Yeah, the girls talk a while. Then the doorbell rings and guess what? It is Buzz. Yes, and what an outfit he has on. I loved it. Buzz and Rose leave and outside the door, Rose tells Buzz about Miles. Okay, scene four, we're back in the living room. Rose comes back from her date with Buzz and tells Blanche and Dorothy that Buzz asked Rose to go with him to Europe. Wow, Sophia enters and says she found a new roommate and gives Dorothy a paper with her new address. Scene five, we're in the kitchen. Dorothy's at the table, Blanche enters and they talk about Sophia moving out. Oh, so I missed it here. Um, uh -oh. So when uh, Sophia leaves the house, right? When she first, when she moves out here, yes. and we see her walk out, she is on an outfit that, when I saw it, struck me as, this is something Queen Elizabeth would wear. <laughs> okay. This is something Queen Elizabeth II would wear. Yeah. That's, that's my note. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's all I, I just wanted to say that. Well, Sophia, they're about the same age, aren't they? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Blanche in her... Okay. <clears throat> Dorothy says, Sophia will be back. Don't worry. Blanche says, who is she going to... Uh, Blanche asks, who is she going to go to now in the middle of the night to have talks? Yeah, apparently she went to Sophia's room. Rose enters and says, ah, she also had these late night talks with Sophia. Yeah, we never do see them on the show. And talk turns to Buzz, and Rose is thinking of going to Europe with him. Okay. Scene six, we're in this apartment. Sophia and a maid talk. The doorbell rings, and it's Blanche and Dorothy. Blanche loves the artwork in the room and thinks she is an expert on art. But, uh, well, we see that really isn't the case. Sophia's roommate comes out, and Malcolm... Yes, the roommate is about, well, pushing 200 years old, uh, 100 years old, 
he's pretty old and he is very very confused but I thought he was pretty funny okay yeah scene seven doorbell rings and Rose answers it oh it is miles he wants to know about Rose and Buzz the doorbell rings and it is Buzz oh boy miles and Buzz talk a while Miles wants to talk to Rose alone, and Buzz goes out to the lanai. Miles talks to Rose about him wanting them to be together, but then he leaves. As he says, Rose should take all the time she needs. He will be waiting for her. And Miles leaves, and Buzz enters immediately uh, from the lanai, and Rose finally learns that she, she won't go to Europe with him, and she won't wait for him. No, it's just too much. So Buzz leaves and Miles enters, and Rose and Miles are together. Yay! Rose and Miles hug, and Sophia enters from the front door, and she's back. Scene eight, we're in the kitchen. Sophia enters from the living room, and Dorothy and Blanche are at the table, and Sophia is moving back in. Yep, Sophia has finally realized she is running with the wrong crowd as this episode ends. All right, we have some cultural references. Firstly, the male strip bars, uh, which are, I mean, you know, strip clubs that stock male strippers. I mean, yes. there's not really much else to it. No, uh, not much. So uh, that's that one. <laughs> that was a short one. Okay. Um, I don't remember who, but someone uses the slang term heppist cat uh, in this episode. Which I had to look it up, and as far as I, c I cannot find any evidence this was actually ever a phrase. Oh, really? Uh, except all I could find was a Go-Go's lyric ah. <laughs> from, uh, from the song Cool Jerk, uh, which uh, one of the Go-Go's states that, because uh, I know I'm the heppest cat. Ah. Uh, so I don't know uh, if this actually was a phrase, but uh, as far as I could tell, I don't think it was. Okay. Uh, so Spike Jones was an American musician and band leader who specialized in satirical arrangements of pop songs. Um, that's pretty much it. And then the Spike Jones band was just uh, his musical touring band group. Uh, Henry V, the movie. Uh, there's been a few, but the one I assume that they were referencing in this one uh, is the 1989 British adaptation, uh, which uh, was... Uh, Written, directed, and stars Kenneth Branagh uh, as uh, Henry V. Uh, also, like, Judy Dench is in this one. Um, the film received worldwide a critical acclaim and is widely considered one of the best Shakespeare film adaptations ever made. Uh, Phyllis Dalton won an Oscar for Best Costuming Design, and Kenneth Branagh uh, received an Oscar nom for both Best Lead Actor and Best Director. Uh, for his work. Christian Bale also shows up in this film as well. Uh, Rocky Five is a 1990 uh, film, which uh, is the fifth Rocky movie where Sylvester Stallone punches some people. Um, I mean, it's Rocky. That's all he ever does in these movies. Um, <laughs> yes. Bob Costas is an award-winning American sportscaster currently employed by MLB Network, where he currently does play-by-play. -play. Um, uh, Renoir, the artist, so uh, Pierre-Auguste Renoir, uh, was a French artist, a leading painter in the development of the Impressionist style, and as a celebrator of beauty and feminine sensuality, 
Uh, it has been said that Renoir is the final representative of a tradition which runs directly from Rubens to Watteau. Um, whatever that means. Uh, okay. uh, also, filmmaker. Uh, he's also the father of filmmaker Jean Renoir. So that's the important uh, thing as well here. So um, that's Renoir briefly. Uh, Surratt, uh, the artist, is Georges Pierre Surratt, a French post-impressionist artist, best known for devising the techniques known as chromoluminarism and pointillism. While less famous than his paintings, his Kant crayon drawings have also garnered a great deal of critical appreciation. Surratt's artistic personality was compounded of qualities which are usually supposed to be opposed and incompatible. On the one hand, his extreme and delicate sensibility. On the other, a passion for logical abstraction and an almost mathematical precision of mind. Uh, that's uh, Surratt. Okay. Uh, so pointillism uh, is a technique of painting in which small, distinct dots of color are applied in patterns to form an image. Uh, Georges Seurat and Paul Signac developed the technique in 1886 as a branch of the larger Impressionist technique. Uh, the term pointillism was coined by art critics in the late 1880s to ridicule the works of these artists, uh, but is now used without its earlier mocking connotation. Um, what else was brought up? Jackson Pollock, uh, an American painter and figure in the abstract expressionist movement, widely noticed for his technique of pouring or splashing paint onto a horizontal surface, better known as the drip technique, uh, enabling him to view and paint his canvases from all angles. It's also called action painting, since he used the force of his whole body to paint, often in a frenetic, dance-like style. Okay. Uh-huh. Amos and Andy is an American radio and TV sitcom set in Harlem, Manhattan's historic black community. Uh, the radio show ran from 1828 until 1960. Uh, was then a TV show uh, in the 50s as well. Uh, and last but not least, Cher uh, is an American singer, actress, and TV host. We have a few side characters. Buzz is played by Eddie Bracken, uh, known for playing, uh, known for being in *Hail the Conquering Hero*. Uh, that's a movie from the '40s. Um, National Lampoon's Vacation. He's Roy Wally, whoever that is in that movie. Uh, the Miracle of Morgan's Creek and *Baby's Day Out*. He's also in that. Oh yeah. Okay. American Vacation, yeah, Vacation, okay, yeah. yeah. Roy Wally. He's like the owner of the Wally World theme park, yeah. Okay, if you say so. Uh, Maria, the maid, is played by April Ortiz, known for The Majestic, Father of the Bride, Father of the Bride Part 2, and Mad About You, uh, and most recently here uh, in this Calendar year uh, played a nurse in an episode of Fosse Verdon this year. Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, and last but not least, Malcolm was played by Douglas Seal, 
known for his work voicing the Sultan in the original Aladdin movie. Also, The Rescuers Down Under, uh, Amadeus, and uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. He plays Santa in that one. And he was in an earlier Golden Girls. Yes, he was. He was oh. the, um, I guess some other old dude, the episode, uh, the, the talent show. The Great Magician. He was Seymour. Is that, that's the magician guy? The magician on the Bob Hope uh, episode. Yep, that talent show one, yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, three new sex partners established in this episode. Firstly, a male dancer named Mr. Big, whose penis does not match his name for Blanche. Shlomo, a retired jeweler she met at Wolfie's for Sophia. And um, I have maybe a question here. i got to think while I read this. Hayward Boyle, the star pitcher on her high school baseball team, who was an amazing athlete had exceptional control, was always up for extra innings, and had an incredible delivery for Blanche. Pretty sure I know what those all mean, so. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, I guess the athlete want. Well, I guess that, mm, yeah, okay, anywho. Um, so the tally stands. Blanche, 108. Dorothy, 9. We have a new third place. Sophia up to 7. Rose now in last at six. Wow, Rose. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I got for this one here. Better get a move on. Um, she probably will later. Yeah, it's okay. Well, my only comment or real observation for this is, you know, after not seeing Buzz for 40 years, I just, I really don't see how Rose would have a tough choice between Buzz and Miles. You know, except for the fact that maybe Buzz is more her type, intelligence-wise, and she just knows that Miles is way too smart and and for her. Or, I, I don't know. But after 40 years, no. I don't, nah. I don't see it happening, but... Oh, well, my episode counts for this. I only got one, which would be the girls mad at each other, not best friends, or moving out. Which, of course, Sophia moved out, actually. Uh, so, my total uh, counts for the whole series. Weddings, planned wedding, nine. Physicals of, physical abuse of Rose, 13. St. Olaf stories, 36. Picture stories, 22. Cheesecakes eaten, 17. Sicily Italian stories, eight. Sicily Italian references, 49. Girls mad at each other, not best friends, or moving out, 18 times. Sports, 29. Games, 30. Stanley's The Bornack appearances, 15. My rating, there's some laughs, especially with Malcolm, I thought, but not enough. 68 out of 100. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Glide TV Recaps, the Golden Girls. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the show uh, for more great content like this. And until that next episode, goodbye.